The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome on and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that if you never have, you have sweet potato fries, because I've been eating a lot of those lately, and goodness gracious, I, I got to the sweet potato fry game late, and um, well, let's just say I'm glad to have arrived. Um, it is our episode for Hump Day, so a happy Hump Day to you. However, we are dropping this earlier. Going to drop this about, I don't know, about it's probably going to be about five o'clock, maybe five thirty p.m. Central Time on Tuesday afternoon, um, because we have some breaking news. And uh, this breaking news is certainly not as optimistic as the Cowboys signing Everson Griffin. However, um, it is breaking news nonetheless. The Dallas Cowboys on Tuesday afternoon, it was reported uh, that they have released defensive tackle Gerald McCoy and there's a lot to this story there's a lot to understand and we're going to talk about it all here in detail but if you are the type of person that uh, likes to read things wants to understand etc you can head on over to bloggingtheboys.com we've written an article for you and you can kind of check out all the details there for yourselves but um, I think to begin we kind of have to start at the beginning and the beginning of this whole process specifically obviously we know that Gerald McCoy signed with the Cowboys in free agency back in March he was their first free agent signing he was literally the first free agent signing in the Mike McCarthy era. Uh, but let's fast forward to to Monday, uh, to to Monday of this week. The Cowboys held their first padded practice of the season on Monday, the first padded practice in the Mike McCarthy era. And before practice was over, it was reported by Ian Rappaport that Gerald McCoy went down with a leg injury. Then there was the report that the Cowboys feared that he had torn his ACL. Finally, it was reported and then confirmed that Gerald McCoy suffered a ruptured right quad tendon and would in fact will miss the 2020 NFL season Tony Casillas and I a fellow Oklahoma Sooner defensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys and I talked about this on Tuesday's episode of the 750 if you do want to go back and listen to it remember to subscribe to the blog on the boys podcast feed you get two episodes every single day it is football season we have all sorts of things to talk about as evidenced uh, by the current moment but so okay so Gerald McCoy we find out Monday afternoon has a ruptured right quad tendon uh, he's going to miss the season Monday People are so sad, understandably so. We talked about that. Devastating loss, big time loss for the Cowboys. Monday afternoon, via ESPN's Ed Warder, 
Gerald McCoy releases a statement where he talks about how he's going to keep his head up, how what he's dealing with is minimal compared to things happening around the country and around the world. And he talked about, Gerald McCoy did in his statement that ESPN's Ed Warder released on Monday, Gerald McCoy talked about how he was planning on mentoring the younger players on the Cowboys. We've talked so much about how big of an impact that was going to be for this team. On Tuesday morning, Mike McCarthy met with the media for the first time since Gerald McCoy went down with injury. Obviously, he was asked about this, et cetera, and Mike McCarthy corroborated that idea. Mike McCarthy said that he was hopeful uh, that he had spoken to Gerald McCoy about that and that the plan was for Gerald McCoy to be around mentoring the younger players. This, I mean, as you can imagine, if you somehow missed this yourself, this was music to Cowboys fans' ears. People were very excited about the idea of Gerald McCoy kind of, you know, roaming the sidelines, coaching players up, working with guys like Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, players that Mike McCarthy also spoke about in his Tuesday morning press conference. Uh, kind of, you know, I know I equated it myself to what we saw from Travis Frederick two years ago. Um, so that was where things stood Monday morning. A little bit later, Monday kind of mid-morning-ish, uh, not even really mid-morning, Gerald McCoy posted a video on Instagram of himself getting ready for surgery to uh, take care of this ruptured right quad tendon and in the video he talked about how he was still smiling he uh, told his family and friends that he loved them that he appreciated their well thoughts he told his coaches and his teammates he said y'all go out we got a championship to win he told the fans stay tuned it was a very optimistic very warm video message uh, very reflective of the personality that we have come to know from Gerald McCoy if you have followed the NFL since his career began 10 years ago in 2010 that was where things stood and I think by Lunchtime on Tuesday, just about every Dallas Cowboys fan had made their peace with the fact that this really sucked, uh, but that the future was certainly hopeful uh, with regards to Joe McCoy in terms of his involvement with the team this season and in terms of his presence on the team in the future. All of a sudden, on Tuesday afternoon, a bombshell drops that the Dallas Cowboys have released Joe McCoy, and that brings us to here. Uh, so what happened here? Why did the Cowboys release Joe McCoy? I don't understand, etc. The Cowboys have released Joe McCoy uh, per a lot of of NFL insiders, uh, they've released him via an injury waiver. Now, according to ESPN, according to NFL Network, according to the Dallas Morning News, the Dallas Cowboys were aware of this potential medical issue when they signed Gerald McCoy. And as a result, they factored this in uh, to his contract, uh, a particular paragraph of his contract, in fact, that NFL Network's Mike Garofolo, uh, Garofolo tweeted out, excuse me, uh, that notes the Cowboys are off the hook for the $2.5 million in base salary uh, guarantees this season because of this. Um, so, I mean, this is really an accounting move for the Cowboys, if you want to look at it that way, if you want to put it in terms of numbers. Uh, Joe McCoy gets to keep his $3 million signing bonus for this year, uh, but the Cowboys are indeed off the hook for the rest of his money. Um, according to DallasCowboys.com's Nick Eatman, the Cowboys maintain an interest in re-signing Joe McCoy next year in 2021. Um, and so, I, I don't know, I, I think... You have to think about everything here, and I think the first thing is that, and this goes without saying, the NFL is obviously a business, right? Business first, business always, usually. This was a business move for the Dallas Cowboys to save money on their salary cap, and you know, if you're looking at it in a vacuum, you can certainly say, well, you know, there are already questions about the salary cap, et cetera, given the financial climate of our world. The Dallas Cowboys have every right to conduct their business in the way that they see fit. That is certainly one line of thought here. The other line of thought, or one other line of thought, is that 
this doesn't look great, um, that this doesn't look super warm and cuddly. Um, you know, you hear all the time when people are arguing about why a player should or shouldn't take this deal. He should take a team-friendly deal, etc. This sort of serves as proof as to how NFL teams can find a lot of ways to do what they want uh, because they truly hold all the power. Uh, if you read through the paragraph uh, that Mike Garofolo tweeted of Gerald McCoy's contract, it puts obviously a lot of pressure and responsibility on Gerald McCoy. He's obviously the one risking a lot of things, but he obviously stands to gain a lot of things. That's just kind of the way contracts work. And so it is the business of football. Um, it, it is um, an unfortunate reality. Um, I also think that it's worth mentioning that given that the Dallas Cowboys medical staff detected this uh, and that it was factored into McCoy's contract, Joe McCoy was obviously aware of it. That's a point that uh, Dave Hellman, our friend, pointed out. Sorry for my, uh, my rapid breathing. My dog wanted to sit on my lap as I recorded this. He's feeling a little bit needy today. He wanted a hug, and so Bear Boy is, uh, is being hugged while I record here. But uh, So Joe McCoy was very likely aware aware that this was in his contract. Um, and again, the point that Dave Hellman pointed out, man, the Dallas Cowboys medical staff really, really good at their job. Seemingly, they were able to isolate this as a potential incident. And on the first day of padded practice, it showed up. Uh, but so Gerald McCoy likely aware of this. Um, so I don't know that it really caught him off guard. Uh, again, I can't speak for Gerald McCoy, but it makes sense that that he would you know, be able to make sense of this, given that it was clearly a talking point in his contract negotiations. And so it is possible, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just kind of speculating here. It is possible that the Dallas Cowboys and Gerald McCoy in the last, because I'm recording this about 5 p.m. Central Time, in the last, you know, 30 to 32 hours or so, have discussed things with Gerald McCoy, with his agent, have said, look, man, this is terrible. Uh, this sucks. We really want you around. We really value you as a mentor. Because, again, Mike McCarthy on Tuesday morning said that Gerald McCoy was going to be mentoring the younger players. This was the plan. Uh, I mean, who knows who the first person was to remind everybody that this clause existed in Gerald McCoy's contract. But anyway, it is possible, again, I'm not saying this is a fact. This is simply one possibility. It's possible that the important people in terms of this discussion, in terms of Gerald McCoy, sat down and said, let's execute this move to save the Dallas Cowboys football team money. In 2021, Gerald McCoy, don't go anywhere. Just take your time. Get healthy. We'll help you out in that department, and we'll talk then. We'll figure out a deal that works. Um, that, that is possible, and I realize that I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible there um, and, and trying to, you know, envision a scenario where nobody uh, was, was, you know, was focused more on themselves than anything because I do think it's fair to say that Dallas Cowboys generally do take care of their players, and you never hear of an instance where they didn't take care of a player. I have a very hard time imagining the Cowboys just kind of leaving Joe McCoy in the cold, uh, but this, I, I understand if you feel that this did not look great for the Dallas Cowboys. It, again, is uh, reflective of the idea that football is a business, uh, but Joe McCoy has been released by the Dallas Cowboys, so he will not be mentoring the younger players at least this season, uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, on that note, though, because the Cowboys did have a roster spot open when they did release Joe McCoy, they signed offensive lineman Pace Murphy and also of note, Don Terry Poe, the other defensive tackle that the Cowboys signed from the Carolina Panthers last season, has passed his physical and will be activated off of the physically unable to perform list. So, um, yeah, that was, I mean, it's it's hard to call it a bummer. I mean, it's easy to call it a bummer, obviously. And Joe McCoy is such a fun guy and, um, you know, 
I'm recording this on Tuesday, and later on tonight uh, is the second episode of Hard Knocks. And if you want to see more of Jerome McCoy's personality, you should go watch the season of Hard Knocks that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were on. Uh, he's a fun guy. I mean, I think that that's obvious in a lot of ways. If you watch the video of him right before his surgery, I think you can see kind of how positive of a person he is. You can check that video out on, on my Twitter. I'm at Ochoa, or on the Blog and the Boys Instagram. We are blogging.the.boys or on the Blog and the Boys Facebook page. Just go like us on Facebook right there. But um, so while that was, um, again, a, a bitter pill to swallow for Cowboys fans, something that was very, very, very encouraging happened on Tuesday as well, a little bit before the Gerald McCoy news, in fact. Um, we know that um, I think we could all sit around here and name some Dallas Cowboys players and figures uh, over history that deserve to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that are not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And one of them is unquestionably Drew Pearson, the original 88. It is a travesty, to be honest, that Drew Pearson is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And in fact, a year ago when we found out that the class of 2020, which has yet to be enshrined themselves, when we found out that that class was going to be larger in celebration of the NFL's uh, 100th anniversary, it was going to be the centennial class and everything, you know, I know I said that that really opened the door for guys like Drew Pearson. That made it more possible. And we saw a lot of guys get in that had had trouble getting into the Hall of Fame. I think Cliff Harris was one of those guys. Um, And so, you know, the fact that Cliff Harris and Jimmy Johnson still haven't had a chance to experience their enshrinement uh, does suck, given obviously what's been going on in our world for the last few months. But uh, Drew Pearson, it was announced on Tuesday, is the senior nominee for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021. The Hall of Fame typically has a senior nominee or senior nominees. They also have a coach nominee. Uh, Former Oakland Raiders head coach Tom Flores uh, was the coach nominee this year. He is the only coach nominee, and Drew Pearson is the only senior nominee. What does this mean? Why is this important? Well, if you don't keep up with this specifically, generally the people that are these particular nominations, the senior nominee, the coach nominee, to get to this point, generally these people are locks for the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, you know, obviously crazy things happen, uh, but it is about 99% certain that Drew Pearson on the night before Super Bowl 55 when the Dallas Cowboys are obviously getting ready to play, uh, I don't know, we'll call it the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, (laughs) that Drew Pearson will be announced as a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021. And so when you consider the fact that the Hall of Fame has said that they uh, were postponing this year's enshrinement and this year's festivities, to next year that means that assuming that does happen which is a fair assumption at this point in time the Cowboys will have a Hall of Fame group next year that consists of Cliff Branch excuse me of Cliff Harris of uh, Jimmy Johnson and of uh, Drew Pearson at the very least so a nice nod to the 70s there um, and very 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 cool Peyton Manning will be eligible for the Hall of Fame so you've got that going on as well and I was thinking when Drew Pearson is put in the Hall of Fame it will mark two different sets of triplets for the Dallas Cowboys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Obviously, Drew will join Roger Staubach and Tony Dorsett. You've obviously got the 90s triplets and Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and Michael Irvin, both of their head coaches now in the Hall of Fame with Jimmy Johnson joining his triplets. Tom Landry has already been in the Hall of Fame. Jerry Jones, the owner and operator of the Cowboys, is in the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, just an incredible legacy that the Dallas Cowboys have, America's team, all that jazz, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, obviously, Tuesday is, I think, going to be ultimately remembered as 
as the Gerald McCoy day. For what it's worth, there were media sessions for three different players uh, on the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Smith smoke, uh, spoke, goodness gracious, Jalen Smith spoke, Andy Dalton also spoke, and Michael Gallup spoke. I thought Andy Dalton's comments were interesting given that, um, like everybody else, they were his first comments this year, and therefore Andy Dalton's first comments as a Dallas Cowboy. And actually, I should check that because Andy Dalton did speak on Adam Schefter's podcast shortly after joining the Cowboys, but Andy spoke, uh, talked about how much respect he has for Dak Prescott, how much he's enjoying Mike McCarthy, etc., how Mike McCarthy was a big reason why he chose the Dallas Cowboys, so that was very cool. Um, I think the ultimately the coolest quote uh, from an optimistic standpoint that we got on Tuesday was Mike McCarthy was asked uh, in his Tuesday morning press conference. Uh, why did I say that that way? Press conference. Press conference. Anyway, uh, Mike McCarthy was asked about the value of having Michael Gallup as the team's number two wide receiver. He had a quote that was heard all around the world. You likely saw it different places. He said, let me be clear. Michael Gallup is a number one receiver in my mind. Good for Mike McCarthy for identifying that. Michael Gallup was asked about that. He was very humble. He said uh, that he wasn't going to say that himself, but he or his, himself, excuse me, but that he was appreciative of Mike McCarthy for uh, for throwing some props his way. Uh, but either way, um, Tuesday was an unfortunate day given the Gerald McCoy news. I think a lot of people um, are going to be bummed about that. Um, like I said, football is a business, and sometimes the, the business side of things is is not that pretty, is not that glamorous, and that was clearly the case with Gerald McCoy. We have some fun things coming podcast-wise. Uh, I had a meeting on Tuesday, so we have some fun things coming podcast-wise um, that will certainly impact you in a good way, don't worry, um, uh, and certainly be great for SB Nation as a whole, something I'm very excited about. Uh, but in the meantime... You know, what you've grown accustomed to is not going anywhere. All right. If you are new around here, you need to know what is going on. All right. Every day here on the Blog of the Boys podcast feed, you get two episodes. You get this show, The Ocho, which catches you up, latest headlines, latest news, what's going on in the world of America's team. We make sure that you know what you need to know. Later on, every single day, you get a beefier episode, an episode, a little bit more news, a little bit more analysis, a little bit more breakdown of what's going on with the Cowboys. Later on today, on Wednesday, you will have a brand new episode of Talking the Star with Connor Livesey, Dalton Miller, and Cole Patterson. So um, that is kind of uh, where things are in terms of the podcast. Make sure you do subscribe. We are available on all major podcast platforms, uh, Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. We are everywhere. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. I am at RJ Ochoa. Like I said, if email is more your thing, some people prefer email. You can shoot me an email, rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. This, uh, this week has already been uh, kind of wild, so we'll see what the week has in store for us as it continues to roll along. It is hump day. Uh, my, my dog is ready to get off my lap, so uh, with that, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up Wednesday's episode. You do me a favor. You have the absolute best Wednesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Peace out.